good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Another podcast opportunity. Thanks for letting me into your day. Thanks for taking the time to just meditate on the Word of God. This is what I intend for this podcast to do is to hit reset for our thinking. And uh, I wanted to encourage you to do that even today. The text that we're looking at today is from Luke chapter 19. This is a story that, boy, I'm going to tell you, is, is uh, as long as I have been alive, I can remember uh, hearing this story in Sunday school. There's an important song that many children have learned uh, to sing about this particular event that unfolded in the Bible. Uh, the story about the interview that Jesus had with this individual is just teach, uh, uh, instructive all by itself. And that's what I intend for it to do as we look at it in this podcast today. And perhaps in the next podcast, we'll finish it up. This is a very important interview because of what it tells us about one's salvation, about how you come to Jesus Christ, about how that discipleship walk actually begins. And in Luke chapter 19, verse 1, we have such a human story that I've seen unfold in many people's lives, but we're going to look at it. The Bible says in Luke 19, verse 1, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore to him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost." Here's an interview that our Lord has with Zacchaeus. It's a great story. Uh, it was a famous, rich, public man uh, who climbed a tree to get a good look at Jesus, who he knew would be passing by that way. Uh, if you'll read the story several times, and frequently you have to do that to get a grasp of a passage of Scripture, but if you read those 10 verses several times, you really begin to enter into Zacchaeus' thoughts and feelings as he tried to see Jesus. He, he was literally risking scorn, criticism. He was already perhaps not well-liked because of his vocation in life. But he, he risked all that, and he climbed that sycamore tree. And Jesus then, knowing that he had a divine appointment, it's kind of like when Jesus told the disciples on the way to Jerusalem, I must needs pass through Samaria. He had a divine appointment with that woman at the well. Jesus had a divine appointment with Zacchaeus as well. This is exactly what's unfolding here. And so Jesus stops just under that tree and says, I'm going to your house. And the whole account 
is really an unfolding illustration of verse 10 at the end of that story. Uh, And it says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Seeking and saving the lost is what God calls us to do. And in this interview and in this incident in the life of Zacchaeus and our Lord, you find some interesting truths here that are really the template of what we're what we're trying to do as people of God. Uh, there's a there's three great things that really stand out to me, and I'm going to comment just before I get into the actual text itself. One of the things that strikes me about this passage is that it's it's really the record of a of a sudden conversion. I don't know if Zacchaeus had ever had opportunity to listen to the Lord preach, but apparently it becomes obvious that somehow Zacchaeus had had contact with the teaching or the miracles or the public ministry somehow of the Lord Jesus, such uh, so much so that his curiosity was piqued to the point where he had to see him. He climbs up that tree uh, you know, there's some people that they don't believe that there's a sudden conversion moment or a point in time where somebody gives their life to the Lord. But I would suggest to you that this is one example of when that happens. Zacchaeus climbed up the tree and he was lost. But when he came down at the response and call of Jesus, apparently he was saved. It happened as quickly as that. And by the way, that's when genuine conversion most often happens. There may be a long road and a journey where God is leading in your life to bring you to Christ or somebody somebody that you know that that happened. But there's always a point in time where a decision is made to leave off my own will, my own righteousness, my own pursuits of religion, and submit and humble to the command of Jesus Christ. That's what happened with Zacchaeus. He could have stayed in the tree. He could have ignored the command of Christ. He could have ignored even the self-invitation of Jesus to come to his home and said, no way, that's not happening, but that's not what happened. There was a sudden conversion that took place. Secondly, I have an observation that this is the story of the conversion of a very unlikely man. Uh, Have you ever known anybody that people would point, other believers might point at a person's life and say, it'd be a miracle if that person ever got saved. Maybe it was even said about you. Maybe there are people in your past that said it would be an absolute divine miracle for that person to become a follower of Jesus. Zacchaeus was an unlikely man to be saved. He was a he was a tax man. He was a chief tax man. He was a Jewish man that was working for the Roman government. He was a swindler and he had absolutely no conscience. Frequently those people, those Jews that were working for the Roman government had no had absolutely no compunction about stealing from people and robbing, telling them what was owed and then charging them more or something of that nature. Uh, No wonder those publicans were hated. Uh, Their dishonesty and their hard-heartedness often left terrible, tragic consequences in people's lives. Uh, And we're apt to write off some people as being too difficult for the Lord to save. You may have somebody on your prayer list right now that you would think, you know what? I don't think that person's ever going to come to Christ. They are so rotten. They are so wicked that I just don't think they're ever going to come to know the Lord. Well, thank the Lord that no one is beyond his grace. Uh, Don't despair 
about the salvation of anybody for whom your heart is longing to see saved. Don't give up praying for them. Keep praying for them. We don't know, but Zacchaeus may have even had somebody that was praying for him. Maybe it was a family. Maybe it was a neighbor. I don't know. But nonetheless, don't give up praying because nobody is beyond God's reach and His grace. And then last for today, I want to I want to observe that this man's conversion was very thorough. Uh, there was there was no half-heartedness about it, no half measures. Uh, I think that that's something that's lacking in a lot of conversion experiences in people's lives today. And one of the reasons why we see that people don't follow through in their commitment to Christ, and that's because it's only a half-hearted acknowledgement of who Christ is uh, and, and of submission to Him. Uh, the Bible tells us here in this passage that as soon as the Lord met with him, there was an immediate fruit that came from that, and he indicated his willingness to be 100% his disciple, to be able to give half of his belongings, that anybody that he has robbed, that he uh, uh, stole from, that he would return fourfold. There is a tremendous response that that uh, genuinely indicates the authenticity of his claim uh, to to want to follow Christ. How did this miracle happen? Uh, somebody, Francis Dixon, as a matter of fact, uh, entitled this, How to Be Saved and Know It. Uh, and I think that that's important. I want to look at this a little bit more in the next podcast. Uh, things that you take away today, that person you've been praying for, that person that you've just cried before God, please save their soul. Don't you give up praying for them because it's so vital that you continue faithfully to lift them up before the Lord. And listen, be fruitful in your own conversion. Serve the Lord. Look for opportunities to grow in your faith. And that just shows the genuineness, the authenticity of your own walk with God. Walk with Him today, will you? Live like He's real. Serve Him with all your heart.